tune in to the Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash the Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. First things first, we look upon the so-called Negro in America as a sick man. When a man, you may say, well, what do I mean sick? If a man doesn't, has forgotten his name, he's a sick man. They call that amnesia. And if you go to the so-called Negro here in America and ask him his name, he doesn't know it. If a, if a Chinese person came through that door and I asked him his name and he said his name was Patrick Murphy, you'd know he forgot his own name and has picked up an alias somewhere. So we who follow the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, when we see so-called Negroes named Murphy and O'Toole and Johnson and Smith and Powell and, and uh, Wright and uh, uh, Wilkins, which are all English and uh, Irish names, we think that they look just as much out of place as a, Ch- as a group of Chinese would look wearing those same names. And they wear these names because they don't know their own name. They have lost their identity, their own identity. So this is amnesia. And, and by not knowing themselves, when a man doesn't know himself, he doesn't know what belongs to him. He could be the richest man on this earth, but by having lost his identity, he'll walk around like a pauper. So here we have 20 million black people in America who are wearing the names of their former slave master. And by suffering a, a form of amnesia, they don't have a name of their own, so they've taken your name. They don't know their own language, so they've taken your language. They don't have a history of their own, so they let you tell them what their history is. And that, in essence, is that you found them in the jungle someplace with a spear chasing white people in a cannibalistic way to try and give the impression that white meat is the only good meat to eat. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, and verse 37. And it reads, And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb and a byword, among all nations whither the Lord shall lead thee. This is one of the generational curses written of in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28. The blessings were that we were to rule the nations and maintain our name across the earth. But because our ancestors broke the covenant on Mount Sinai, the commandments that the Creator gave us, we in turn have become now an astonishment, a proverb and a byword among all nations, whether the Lord shall lead thee. Meaning what? Our original divine names that we were called by the Most High through His Spirit has been replaced now with an ungodly name, Negro, Hispanic, Indios, Afro, whether it's Afro-Palestinian, Afro-Cuban, Afro-Dominican, Afro-Haitian, African-American. These are proverbs and by-words, words of mockery. Now, in this discussion, we're going to touch a little bit upon a clip that I found from Malcolm X, who discusses the shame of having a last name by a slate enslaver. Having a name that is not your own 
and an ancestry that is not your own, but given the last name branded on your face and your back of someone else, another nation. So we're going to listen to a clip from Malcolm X discussing this particular topic. And I want you to put on your critical thinking hat and consider this information. What is your real name? Malcolm. Malcolm X. Uh, is that your legal name? As far as I'm concerned, it's my legal name. Have you been to court to establish the I don't. I, I didn't have to go to court to be called Murphy or Jones or Smith. Excuse me for answering you this way. That's if right. a Chinese person were to say his name was Patrick Murphy, uh, you would look at him like he's insane because uh, Murphy is an Irish name, uh, a European name, or the name that uh, has a Caucasian or, or a white background. So consider that. He gave the comparison between a person that is Chinese And as the reporter looks at him with a look of disdain and a look of mockery, he already knows in his mind, hey, what this man is speaking is the truth. You wouldn't look nor consider a Chinese person that had an Irish name or an Italian name or a name of another nation upon him but yet you feel like you have the audacity and the pride of saying to a so-called black man, don't you have a name that was given to you that's legalized? Legalized by whom? Given by whom? Placed upon us by whom? Let's continue. And a yellow person, Chinese is a yellow man, and uh, he has nothing to do or no connection whatsoever with the name Murphy. And if it doesn't look proper for a person who is yellow or Chinese to be walking around named Murphy or Jones or Johnson or Bunch or Powell, uh, I think it would be just as improper for a black person or the so-called Negro in this country, as we're taught by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad to walk around with these names. And therefore, he teaches us that during slavery, The same slave master who owned us uh, put his last name on us to denote that we were his property. So now, I don't agree with a lot of the tenets of the Nation of Islam, nor am I a Muslim by religion. My religion is the Bible. I follow the laws, statutes, and commandments of the scriptures, okay? And what he's saying here is identifying one of the generational curses that we just read about. Now consider, let's read the verse again. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 37. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb and a byword among all nations whither the Lord shall lead thee. So during slavery, our ancestors were brought to various nations all throughout the earth. And while we did that, we now obtained new names that were given to us, that were forced upon us during slavery. Consider the fact that this didn't happen just in America. This has happened throughout the world. 
every time a person was enslaved, especially the Israelites, they were given different names by their colonists, enslaver, or oppressor. An example of this would be within the book of Daniel. When you read about the prophet Daniel, he is given a new name based on the gods and deities of Babylon. He was called Baal Shazar, or Belshazzar, as, as many may know who've studied this topic. Bel or Baal is the deity of the Babylonians, as well as Ashtaroth, which is where many of you get these Easter celebrations from. His name was changed from being Judgment of Elohim, or Daniel, Daniela, Daniel, to Belshazzar, which is a, the worship of Baal, okay? So in this discussion, Malcolm X is showing us that the same thing that happened back then in Babylon, where our names was changed, back then when we were taken over by the Greco-Roman empires, when we started to call ourselves Gentiles instead of Hebrews, or we started to assimilate or Hellenize ourselves in other cultures, we now obtain the names of these individuals. Let's rewind it a little bit and, and examine exactly what he's saying again. And therefore, he teaches us that during slavery, the same slave master who owned us uh, put his last name on us to denote that we were his property. So that when you see a Negro today who's named Johnson, if you go back in his history, you'll find that he was once his grandfather or one of his forefathers was owned by a white man who was named Johnson. His name is Bunch. His his grandfather was owned by a white man point. that was uh, named Bunch. Would you mind telling me what your father's last name was? So now notice this, right? The interviewer now cuts him off in speech, right? And this is an example of the fragility within the spirit of certain individuals on the earth, where they're so prideful where they won't take accountability for their own actions and the actions of their ancestors and brush your statement off as if this situation has not impacted millions upon millions of lives. He completely disregards him and says, oh, I get your point. What, what, okay, whatever, whatever. I, okay, I don't care. What about your daddy? What, what, what do they call your daddy? This is called misdirection. This is called deviating, okay? This is causing cognitive dissonance within the people that are watching this information because they're like, well, let's not hear what this man is saying and critically examine this, how an entire group of people were enslaved and given a new name, not their original name, but a new name that was branded on them by fire upon their flesh. By f Consider what I'm telling you. It wasn't that they just came to the courthouse and wrote down a document and said, okay, now your name is Jones. No, they grabbed you. They pulled you 
and ripped your clothes off of you. They took hot metal iron and seared into your flesh a new name that was not yours, not of your fathers, not of your ancestor, but your oppressor. Now, this can be found in Zechariah chapter 11 and verse 5, right? Where it says, whose possessors slay them and hold themselves not guilty. Those that enslave the children of Israel hold themselves not guilty. This is why they will never pay reparations, because if they do that to African-Americans, then hold up. That means Brita, Britain is going to have to pay. That means France is going to have to pay. That means Italy is going to have to pay. That means all these nations, uh-oh, that means the Arabs are going to have to pay. That means the indigenous Africans that sold us will have to pay. This is why they say, I'm not guilty. I didn't do that. That was such a long time ago. Why are you worried about that for? That it was so. No, you don't say that to uh, people that have been impacted by the negative actions of your own. If you really apologize for something, if you really are sorry, that calls for restitution. That calls you to fix the situation and say, let us research where you came from. Let us find out exactly your history and and restore you back to your rightful state. But guess what? They won't do that. This is why they argue so much about critical race theory. This is why they argue so much about the 1619 Project. What's the problem of people that don't know who they are for finding out logical information of their history before slavery? Because if you research far enough, they're going to say, uh-oh, these people are the same black Portuguese called Negro, the same black Jews that were kicked out of Spain and Portugal, that were brought to the island of Santo May and Angola, that were uh, given laws by the papal bulls of the government and the religious authority to enslave all Jews, Moors, and quote-unquote infidels that refused to follow the banner of European modernization, Hellenization, and oppression during the Inquisition. They hold themselves not guilty for all the atrocities that they have done. And then turn around and say, Oh, blessed be the Lord, for I am rich. America was established by the Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. And they hold themselves not guilty, have no pity on the people, whether young or old, and say, oh, forget about it. It was such a long time ago. But guess what? The Most High is bringing this back to our attention. Listen on. My father didn't know his last name. My father got his last name from his grandfather, and his grandfather got it from his grandfather, who got it from the slave master. The real names of our people were destroyed well, during slavery. Any, was there any line, uh, any point in, in the genealogy of your family when you did have to use the last name? And if so, what was it? The last name of my forefathers yeah. was taken from them when they were brought to America and made slaves. 
And then the name of the slave master was given, which we refuse. We reject that name today. You mean, you, mean to... you won't even tell me what your father's supposed last name was or gifted last name was? I... Watch the verbiage that he uses. He says, <laughs> he says gifted last name. Do you see the logic? Do you see the audacity, the gall, the, the, the hatred that one may have where he says, we branded this on your back. We took your name away from you. Now you tell me what your name is. <laughs> well, guess what? We found out what our name is. We are the children of Israel. Israel is our forefather. Jacob is our forefather. Isaac is our forefather. Abraham is our forefather. And now that we're restoring our people back to the state of mind, the nations are in fear. They're scared because if you realize that your country enslaved the greatest people on the earth, then guess what? That means there's a judgment. That means there is a God. That means the people of the Bible are not lost. They're not uh, uh, imaginary. The Bible is actually a true book. The Bible actually says that they would be scattered into all nations via slavery and that they would lose their identity because they broke the commandments. And that the nation that would oppress them and enslave them would have no pity on them and tell them, you are going to associate yourselves as an astonishment, a byword, and a proverb, which is why you are called Negro, which is why you are called Black, which is why you are called Johnson, Jones, Dorval, Washington, Grant, Stacy. O'Harry, which is why you think that you're an American citizen and you think, no way can I go back and trace my ancestors back to Spain and Portugal. No way can I uh, envision that these people that are called Negro, which is a Spanish term, used to live in Northeast Africa and were called Black Jews. No way can I associate and bring myself back to reading and studying the Bible and saying what this book is saying is true. But guess what? There is a God. And let's find out how he feels about us. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6, it states this. For thou art a holy people unto thee to be a special people unto himself above all nations that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people. For he, for ye were the fewest of all people. Isn't this why we are called, quote unquote, minority? Hmm. Why do you want to place us in a minor position when the Bible says we're as the sand of the sea? You see, 
What they don't want you to know, and this is still the divide and conquer mentality, is if you collectively combine all of the groups of people that were enslaved and colonized as one racial group, i.e. the Israelites, you would realize that we outnumber everyone, including the Chinese, including the Europeans, including the Arabs. We would outnumber all, which is why they want to mentally and spiritually make you a minor, make you small, make you little. But guess what? Because the Lord loved you and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen. What are we talking about? Slavery. From the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. In the same way, God is showing his hand through ancient Egypt by sending mighty plagues of destruction on the earth is the same way these nations that have oppressed us, God now will show his power through them. Sprinkle a little Divok 19. Sprinkle a little bit of plague and pestilence. Send a storm here. Send a tornado there. Send a volcano there. Send an earthquake there. Send unnamed diseases that come and ravage the earth. Send famine, whether orchestrated or not. Send chaos into the land to disrupt the pride of Egypt. And I, says the Most High, will redeem you, will save you, will deliver you out of the house of slavery. Thank you for listening to The Forefront Radio. Follow us on Instagram as The Forefront Express. Follow us on Facebook, The Forefront Media. Um, it's like um, the uh, YouTube channel has been demonetized. So please, please do uh, provide some sort of uh, contribution to our site. Um, via uh, PayPal or Cash App. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. God bless America. <laughs>
Always remember, the truth shall liberate the mind. Peace to the heirs of promise and the heritage of the scattered 12 tribes.